You're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Before mom died, she told me that I was going to beat this world. I didn't. But you will. Zombies Ate My Podcast. We are broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp headquarters hmm. slash command center. I forgot what to call it now because it's been so long. It's been way too long. My name is Bob Fournier. Joining me as always, the ever excited, the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. Hi, I'm alive. <laughs> oh dear. Barely. He's yeah. barely alive. He, he's he's soldiering on for honor. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. He's he's gonna make it. I hope. <laughs> Uh, well, in order to uh, combat that um, sickness, we have a very healthy and, and happy and extremely excited Ryan Murphy. I'm I'm super excited to be alive, as you can yeah, tell. I can hear you scream. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, there are several closed doors between this <laughs> office and uh, my excitable six-month-old uh, daughter, uh, Abby, the, the, as, otherwise known as the abigail from fear the walking dead i mean what are you doing to her who screamed the best that boat or uh, my she's in her jumper she's having a good time uh caden's probably rolling around in in his bed jeez louise dude so we got um you know what's funny is uh when you message me a little while ago you're like hey are we ever gonna do another show again and uh, i'm just kidding you said uh i was close you said, hey, are you planning on recording this week? And I was like, yeah, you know, we probably should because The Walking Dead's back. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, it it came up so quick. Uh, it feels like yeah. we just ended this last miserable of a season. You know what I mean? It, but, hey. Yeah, it snuck up on yeah. me too, man. And I I looked at the, at the date last weekend and I'm like, whoa my sunday night just became a little bit more depressing i have to i have to tune <laughs> into uh the season pre- or the mid-season premiere of fear the Wa- or uh, the walking dead rather i feel like i just got over talking about carl getting bit and dying and then i had to go watch carl get bit and die again and I was yeah like, oh, it was well i mean we're gonna talk about it and and i'm sure we're gonna talk about it for for quite a bit so we're gonna make up for missing for being mia for the last month i'm sure but yeah, yeah, it snuck up on me too, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are going to get into that. we got a lot to talk about, but we are going to make this like a normal show. Yep. We're going to play a little bit of, there's a lot of bit of zombie news going on there. So uh, in order to uh, play that, we got to do this. Pancakes! I'm just kidding. I had pancakes for dinner. It was great. We play this instead. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. Uh, that's the new news bumper for 2018. I think I change it every time, but uh, let's talk about Netflix and let's talk about Quebec. What do you think? I I love it. So Netflix bought a Quebec zombie movie uh, amid tensions over streaming services investment. <laughs> yeah. Um, so 
We're going to get a Canadian zombie movie on Netflix? A French-Canadian zombie oh, movie. Oh, boy. On Netflix. That's going to be interesting. Well, So there's, you, a, there's a $500 million investment in Canada from Netflix, right? Yeah. Is that what this is? So. In, you know, you guys, so for folks who um, may have been tuning into Zamp since the beginning or, or even um, in the last couple of weeks, we don't often talk about this, but I'm Canadian. Lou and Bob <laughs> are American. Show. I know, but, you know, just, just saying, just in case. Uh, they're American, I'm Canadian. The difference in politics as you can as you might imagine is very is very vast and right now at least when this article was posted one of the bigger complaints happened now it's all about like trudeau going to india and having 16 mm. different outfits but anyways um this you know a couple weeks ago or actually a month ago netflix had announced a deal with with the canadian government to bring more original programming from canada and one of the complaints was that hey we're a bilingual country you need to represent the French Canadian side of it as well. And I, I think there are also some other concerns, you know, uh, in terms of having, you know, Canadian indigenous content as well. But this is sp- specifically about the French language quota as part of this $500 million yeah. investment. And honestly, just like in the States, the people who are vastly complaining are probably the ones being paid by corporations like Bell or Rogers, you know. So we have that issue here as well. But yeah, this is exciting. I, you know, French Canadians make good films too. So why not bring sure. them to Netflix? They may not be Canadian, but there is a fair share of French films and TV shows on Netflix now, at least here in the U.S. Yeah. So if they're going to add French Canadian, I can't say I'm surprised. Are you? Are, do you speak French, Ryan? I do not. I speak. I, I understand a, a little bit of it. And honestly, if you drop me in the middle of Quebec, I would. I would probably speak one sentence. They'd look at me funny, and then I'd find an English-speaking person. So I. I, I speak very little. But my mother is French Canadian, and uh, so I'm. I'm aware of the of the culture, and and I've spent a lot of time in that province. So. Yeah, it's it's interesting to see that Netflix is having this deal and I'm actually really excited because you know the more the more truly Canadian content you can get on Netflix the better because really most of the Canadian content that that you would be familiar with would pretty much blend with American content really well. There are a lot of shows out there that film in Vancouver and Toronto that are strictly they're pretty much Canadian television shows but you wouldn't know based on watching it so something with a french canadian spin or an atlantic canadian spin or even a prairie spin would really you know shine as canadian content so i'm excited that we're going to be getting something with with this you know specific appeal but uh yeah it's already on netflix as of this morning um i just added it to my list what's the movie called we can watch it here in the u.s it's called ravenous oh well this is uh this is what happens when you put a news article in (laughs) in the doc a month ago so ravenous i didn't even know it was called ravenous so maybe hey you maybe that's its american name oh okay well i mean is it is it french canadian for us tulu uh it's it's subtitled for us well it would be subtitled for me as well Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I don't think Ryan would prepare anybody. Ravenous? But it it it, 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 the original title's name is Less Ephemis, 
which translates to ravenous, which is what it's being called in America. Less offensive. That's interesting. You know, it better be in. That's uh, gonna be our. Uh, that's gonna be our next Zamp watches. I think no, it should kidding. be considering no, what we're gonna talk about next. We didn't we already do a, a dub movie once? Yeah, We've but this, this time we'll both uh, we'll both watch the same uh, language version. What was it called again? You said less verminous. Uh, it's oh called God. ravenous here in America, but <laughs> it's in the article, dude. Did you read the article? You put it there. It's called. I didn't see less the name of FMA. it. Oh, I see it now. Yes, ravenous. Lou's more French Canadian than you are, right? He is. I want to let's compare. Let's compare accents. L- ah. I wouldn't be surprised if I deal with more French Canadians than you do. Yeah, no, uh, well, they do vacation in my state. Oh yeah, I get it too up here in Vermont. There's a ton of them. I, I work with a lot of so French Canadians. So close to the border. So, so le f f m a probably is is a little more closely, but uh, you That's know, not right at all. <laughs> well, let's talk. Let's speaking of zombie movies. Let's talk a little bit about uh, this zombie movie. Um, <clears throat> so this one. They're saying, have you guys ever seen the movie Tucker and Dale vs. Evil? Yes. Which is, by the way, a fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Um, I, this one. I, what was that? I, you don't I, like it? I would say I agree. Um, fantastic. So there's this movie, uh, <laughs> the title of which is called Attack of the Southern Fried Zombies. <laughs> um, is that right? Uh, yeah, I, I'll be honest. I'm not impressed with the title because it sounds like they're trying to make fun of Kentucky Fried Movie. Yeah. Yeah. This is, um, I don't know about this. They say it looks like Tucker and Dale vs. Zombies. Maybe it's got the comedy part of it, but watching the trailer earlier, I was like, this doesn't look that great. <laughs> no. Uh, it's going to be one of those spoofy movies, I guess, and it's going to be probably way too cheesy and over the top for me, but... Maybe, maybe it's we'll watch funny. It. <laughs> it's funny that it's that cheesy because I recognize a couple of the actors in it. Oh, do you? Yeah. There's a couple of them that are not nobodies. So this movie's available. Uh, how is this one available? I didn't get to read that part of it, or I don't think I read it's that. It's not part. out yet. It's coming out on March 13th. Is it going to be like straight to DVD? Or My gonna... guess is this is coming to Netflix as soon as it comes out. Oh, it definitely uh, it definitely looks terrible, and and that's just based on the poster. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a bad poster. They're in a they're in a carnival at one point, and there's a fire breathing guy. Of course oh, back there in. is, of course there is. You know, because you know, zombie land. Well, there is something I am excited about is uh the Santa was it Santa Clarita Diet season two, coming out this month. Yeah. Not is too, it this not month? Too... I was thinking it was next month. It's in, well, it's on March. We're in March it's now. It's now March. <laughs> it it uh, was next month when March, I put this I in here. Yeah, it's it's at the end of March, I think. But um, if you guys, I don't remember. Do you guys ever watch uh, this show, Santa Clarita yes. Diet? I watched was... everything, but I think I I haven't watched the last episode or two. Why do you do that, Lou? How can you? Even I do, do that with every show. <laughs> it's, I watch so everything but like the last episode or two, and then I and I'm like, oh, I'll get back to it. You, you yeah, know it what? You're make... <laughs> you're better off not finishing the last episode because it it ends like all Netflix shows that I find the originals. They all, if they're especially getting a second season, they all end in a cliffhanger. 
So this one ends in a cliffhanger as well. That shouldn't come as a spoiler to anybody. So the fact that the season two is coming out on March 23rd, you might as well just wait, watch the last 20 minute episode, then jump right into season two. And (laughs) I, I adore this show. I, Timothy Oliphant is amazing in it. And he just, he just plays the, I don't know. Um, he's, he's supposed to be like the stupid husband, but he's, he's also kind of plucky and fun and, and not stupid, just kind of like, he's not even clueless. He's kind of just this weird in between where he can be smart, but also like incredibly goofy at the same time. So he's a great actor and he plays any role well, but he is so good in this role. Um, they're they're all good. The show itself is just awesome. Yeah. I don't usually uh, a, like Drew Barrymore, and I like her in this. So, yeah, yeah, Drew Barrymore is good. I mean, like I said, everyone in this cast is good. I think um, it's fun. It's a fun watch, for sure. Um, it's it's definitely it takes the zombie thing to a different to a different area, and I I love it. Um, especially after you watch like something like The Walking Dead, where you're just like, oh, it's so sad, it's and then you come chaser. into this. Yeah, it's a good chaser, so it, I'm excited. It's got a fantastic cast, and it kept definitely kept the first season kept me guessing. So I'll take whatever I can. Yeah, get. it was fun. It was it was fun to watch. It was a little gross at times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's got its moments of grossness, that's for sure. Yeah, right. Um, do you want to talk about uh, this cured trailer that we can't find anything on? No, no, no. Okay, I want to touch on this because this is my problem with zombie movies especially ones that don't go straight to Netflix, is that we talked uh, about... It doesn't go straight to Netflix. I think it might be on Netflix already. God damn it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> let me... I'm not joking. I think I'm... I added it the other day. Hold I'm on. in Canada, so let's just, let's, just, let's just appease the Canadian on the show. I The Cured, and maybe it just came out yesterday because it is March now and everything seems to pop on Netflix on the first. So anyways, The Cured is something we talked about recently and we thought, hey, this would make a good Zamp Watches. Uh, yeah. And it came out, it was supposed to release on February 23rd. I couldn't find it anywhere, but now my co-host is telling me, beep, 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 this just in. It's on Netflix? Question it, it, I can't find it, but I thought I saw it the other day when I was, I've been home sick for like three days. So, oh, okay. uh, so I, I might have seen it on something by accident, but... I thought it. I thought I saw it on Netflix the other day. Well, I was. I could be wrong. I was reading, so I'm just gonna look it up right right now since I have Netflix up from the, from the, the last time. Uh, I was made a fool. Uh, no, it doesn't appear to be here. Um, no, it might have been. I might have seen it. I advertised on Amazon because I was watching stuff on Amazon. The sure. Other day. Well, the thing that's is, the problem with all these streaming services, we can never keep track of anything anymore. <laughs> No, no, that's true. How dare you give me too many options? Well, it's not even about options. I was looking, so I was looking into watching it. So I go to, it's an IFC Films movie. I go to the website. It doesn't tell me. They tweet that it's available in select theaters and, and VOD, video on demand. But I couldn't find it anywhere. And maybe it's a Canadian thing. Maybe it's just not available for rental in Canada. But if I were in the States, I'd be able to click on a link that says, yep, you can you can buy it. I didn't get around, I, I gave up finally, but I didn't look at my cable box to see if i could rent it there because that's usually like if it's nowhere to be found it might be there but uh i don't know it looked cool i wish i could watch it because i can't i can't find it it would honestly be a really good film for for us to watch but i think maybe uh yeah i would like to find it i remember us talking about it and the whole idea of it was pretty neat 
Mm-hmm. So it would be fun to kind of give that one a whirl. Um, that's the one with the zombies that are no longer zombies or like they're getting better or whatever, right? Yeah, there's a cure. Ellen Page yeah. is in it and her, I think her partner or brother, I can't remember. I think it was her partner, uh, is, a ref, is a reformed zombie. And I think there's like a child involved somehow. Um, and then there was also like a cult. So the zombie, the zombie cured or like getting together and having these secret meetings and saying like, ah, this is step one. False security. Mm. I don't know, but it, it looked really neat. The concept of it looked neat. Well, if you're out there and you're listening, please help us find this movie. Yeah. I mean, Google couldn't find it. Maybe you guys can. <laughs> Damn Google. All right. Well, you know what we should do? No, we should end the show right Oh here. yeah. Okay. Bye everybody. This ends the non-depressing portion of zombie day, my <laughs> podcast. All right, well, let's go ahead and talk about that mid-season premiere. You can still be who you were. That's how it could be. It could. going to change that other than you know you, you being dead yep um <clears throat> so much to everyone's biggest fear uh it wasn't carl was not immune god read it <laughs> yeah uh, anybody uh, that thought that was was not thinking like this show ever does anything i was kind of hoping <laughs> i'm not gonna lie the more and more Chandler Riggs was talking about this, I was like, please don't be real. <laughs> please be a dream. Um, so, <laughs> let's first talk what Lou and I were talking about pre-show before Ryan ruined everything. Yeah, that's true. I do that. Um, before we get into the episode, let's talk, let's play the numbers game, shall we? And I know I hate doing this, but I'm going to do it. Oh, no. So, viewership went up. To 8.2 million viewers. Not as high as it, it was previously, but higher than where we were left off for for the, the last season and what happened there. Um, the ratings, however, were, were way down. So more viewers, harsher ratings. What are your thoughts? Uh, I, I, I don't want to go first. Because <laughs> I... I've been pretty public that I don't really like these these conversations. I think that, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead, Lou. Well, I think as a show in general, I think we've pointed out that the numbers are beginning to go down across the board for Walking Dead. Um, and I think that this is no... Uh, this is no different. Um, I think while the numbers are high, uh, I don't think that the numbers are going to be as high as they wanted them to be. 
So uh, I think that across the board, I think we're going to slowly see a decline on Walking Dead. I think it's on it. I think we've got. I think we've talked about it before. I think we've got one more season after this, and it's over. So, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and we could talk about any show and running eight seasons long, and how you lose interest, you lose fan base, you lose a lot of stuff because it's. You get into the same old routine, right? You get in the same old habits, and uh, you know it's it's interesting because I like the fact that the viewership's going back up. I think a lot of that is because of Chandler, Chandler Riggs himself. I think he promoted the episode really well, and I think a lot of people respect him. Mm-hmm. So I think they wanted to watch that. He he made a lot of posts on Twitter and Instagram talking about how much work he put into it. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, I don't know about the the ratings thing. I I personally think that maybe the ratings were lower because they killed Carl and everyone was actually upset by it. Um, well, uh, well, I think I think this show has a problem now. Uh, just I now? think I feel like you've thought well, that for a no, while. No, yeah. it's had a problem for a while. But I think the problem is is every time they need a rating spike or they need to go, a controversy, they they do it by killing off a character. And sometimes killing off the character serves no plot point plot wise. Yeah. Uh, and I think they have to handle this this Carl that death thing very, very carefully. If it does not change the direction of the show, if they still go to all out war and Negan gets killed at the end of this then Carl's purpose of his death serves no purpose. Yeah. 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 I'll just jump in quickly on the point of, uh, of a character's death and having it serve no purpose. Like oftentimes when a character dies, it's for the purpose of the, of the next story being told and characters dying in the or it can be to move us towards the ending of a chapter. Sure. And and sometimes that's not telegraphed very well or else we'd mm-hmm. we would be talking a very different story here, but you know, in The Walking Dead, characters die, it serves the story, and you usually don't find out how it serves the story until we move on. Like remember when Abraham and Glenn were killed, that that pushed Sasha and um Rosita into doing what they did and Sasha dying pushed mm-hmm. R- Rosita and Michonne and others t- into doing what they did. And it wasn't something that we knew was going to happen at that moment, but the payoff came eventually. And that's where I think if we were, having... I would even, I would go as far as to say, I don't even think the Sasha death was as big a payoff as they wanted it to be. Sure. But what I'm trying to say is basically if we discussed the seasons as a whole, we would probably be able to have a more constructive conversation. But because we do it episode by episode, it can be easy to say, well, they killed Carl off for nothing but the ratings. And and really these days, like they've been tracking ratings the same way for 30 years. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't subscribe a lot to those numbers. Now, what I do subscribe to are critics who watch these episodes and say whether it's good or bad. And I know in the past we've talked about critics and, and the way they rate television shows and it's kind of a all over the gambit but if you have a trusted source that you've been following since the beginning of walking dead like i don't know zombies ate my podcast and they say they didn't like an episode i think that means something 
you know? Right. Or or they loved an episode. I think that means something, and we can always disagree with that. So the fact that the I, ratings I, are low, I, but the viewerships are up, yeah, it can be totally, you know, nailed to the fact that they were watching the conclusion of one of our favorite characters. And, of course, more people tuned in live. Like, that shouldn't surprise anybody. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, go ahead, Lou. I was going to say, the other thing, too, is, is I've seen a, a rash of people who are critics or reviewers that have been basically said that they understood Carl was going to die when this season returned. Mm-hmm. But there's a bunch yeah. of people that are literally like, yeah, that's kind of, this is kind of the breaking point for me with, with the storyline. Yeah. Cause they were all viewing it. I think a lot of us were viewing it as this is Rick's story, but it's also Carl's story. And now yeah. Carl's dead. And, so what's kind of next for this show? And I think that this is going to be a real turning point for the show. This is either going to make or break this show. I um I agree with you. And I think <clears throat> I think this episode was too while... long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, did you hear that? Lou says you thought it was too long. <laughs> no. So actually Lou and I were talking about this and um I know it was an extended episode. Thank God it wasn't a two-hour episode. I don't think it needed to be uh, an extended episode. I think it could have wrapped it up pretty well in in less than an hour. Um, It was was 60 minutes without commercial breaks. Yeah, I think it could have been – I think it could have been a little shorter. But I think they played Carl's death really, really well. And I loved his final message basically telling Rick, hey – go back to how you were, you know, once all this is over, please go back to what you were. And like basically telling him like, it's, it's, it can be done. I've seen it. I love the fact that that whole dream sequence we saw at the beginning was actually Carl's thoughts. It wasn't Rick's thoughts. It wasn't, that's what kind of like threw me a little bit. Um, I, I appreciated that. And I like that, but my gripe is they've been doing this with every death now. Yeah. They didn't do it when the show first started. People just died. But like the last three seasons, every time there's a big death, or what they think they try and tell us is a big death, we get this dream sequence. And I would be okay with the dream sequence if it felt like it was pointing us in a direction that the show was going. But they showed us they showed us Rick with a beard last season and made it sound like there was gonna be this big thing. And there wasn't, you know, like they showed us with him with gray hair. And then and it's like, it's just, if you're going to give me a dream sequence or you're going to give me something that is pointing the show in a direction, then let me see the show go in that direction. Stop hinting at a direction and then being like, oh yeah, this is like 20 years down the road. You know what? I'm not going to watch this show for 20 years. No, I don't. I don't think they're gonna make the show. For I do. Years. I do like. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the memes out there right now oh. of of Jeffrey Dean Morgan when he was at the very end of the episode and he was in the in yep. the community with everyone. There was one. There was one meme that was great where it says uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character says, uh, "I'm not growing a garden here. I'm. Oh wait, looks like I'm growing a garden because like I don't know if you remember, but the, <laughs> the first time they met." He told Rick, he was like, I'm not growing a garden here. <laughs> and there he is. Um, so I love that. I do I do agree with Lou on this point of this is a make or break, 
next few episodes. Now we're gonna get the conclusion of All Out War. They've they've pretty much made that abundantly clear, right? Yeah. Uh, at this at this point, they have to wrap this plot line up this season. It's it's going to and for they, sure. They like, will. They, yeah. They made it. They made it known. They said. Um, they they definitely made it known that you know the, here's the end of the war. And as long as they don't do anything stupid, um, like here's the end of the war next season. You know. No, yeah, no. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I There's a lot of rumors floating around that there's scripts being written for next season already. And it sounds like there's going to be a time jump. There's got to be. There was like, like like four years. Yeah, there was in the comic books, which is probably one of the reasons why you get rid of Carl, right? Um, logistically yeah. speaking, I guess. You could recast uh, Judith. That's the only person who, the only character that would really... I do have a question for you guys. Hmm. Now, we've been watching Judith grow up, right? Right. Was it not me, but like the beginning of this season, didn't she not even have long hair? Wasn't she still like a short haircut? Um, I think so. I don't really remember. Because she looks like... She looked like the beginning of this season, like she was like maybe one and a half, two. The kid they showed in this episode looked like three and a half. <laughs> I mean, and this is and this isn't even like in the, the the old scenes. This is like when they were down in the tunnels, and I was like, that kid looks way too old to be Judith. I, I think she looked she looked that age. I don't know, like I don't think they're trying to pull a. F- fast one i don't think i'm not saying they're pulling a fast one yeah i think they may have had to recast the kid they, they might have and when it, they it. and when they did they went with an yeah. older kid i like um i like the kid that played um older judith though on the in the dream sequence yeah no she was good and and maybe they cast her for the time jump who who well actually i'm, guess, if they did, I'm then... guessing i'm bet i'm betting they did yeah, yeah, that would make. As I said it out loud, I was like, "Oh, of course they did." Uh, as long <laughs> as they don't, you know, you know, get rid of Judith. But I think that would be impossible. Like, here, here's the, here's the thing, and and something that I really didn't connect until I watched this episode. And uh, I will jump on and say I did agree with you. I do agree with you, Lou. It was too long an episode, but you you could have trimmed a bit more of Carl's um, stuff had a little bit less of the interchanging because you're not you're not going to want you know 40 minutes of just you know carl slowly dying you need that inner interstitial sort of let's check in check in on someone else so you're not super super depressed but not to say the other stuff was any any better for your for your mood right it was all kind of harrowing sad stuff i i I mean i'm gonna say this right now Mm -hmm. uh i i didn't hate this episode it was a good episode mm. i can't complain about the the episode itself as being a bad episode i didn't like it to pace it no I, um, and, and I, I felt agree. like they should have started us with carl they should have told us carol and morgan's story rescuing ezekiel and then wrapped it up with the end of carl but i felt like we've got Five minutes of of Carol and Morgan. Five minutes of of Carl in a sewer telling his dad not to worry. Oh, we got five more minutes of Carol seeing somebody else and them sneaking a little bit. And then we got five more minutes of Carl telling somebody else he was sorry to see them go. 
And then we got five more minutes of them lining up to figure out where Ezekiel is. And then we got five. And it, it felt like there was it was all over the place. And that was kind of my biggest gripe. I feel like that was why the episode felt really long to me as well. Um, I felt like we spent too much time with Carl. Like, I understand that he was going to die this episode and that we needed to wrap up his plot line. But they start out the episode with them in the in the dun, in the in the sewer tunnel and then they cut to Carol and Morgan. I may have this out of out of sync a little bit, but it felt like we were down in the tunnel. We cut to Carol and Morgan. We kept back to the tunnel and everybody was like, I think they're gone now. We need to leave. And it was like and then they cut back to them and then they went back and everybody was leaving. And Rick and, and Michonne stayed behind, and there was a little debate about that. And then we got some more Carol and Morgan, and then it went back to them, and they were like, gee, should we bring him out of the tunnel now? And I'm like, why are you leaving the tunnel? Just stay there with him till he dies. What difference does it make if you drag him up to the house? Okay, well, here's okay. my thing. Yeah, let's, a, let's interject a bit here. As a, for, first of all, you're not wrong. Like uh, the way you just described the episode after you said it, I was like, shit, he's kind of right. Um, <laughs> but at, at the same time, like as a dad, you know, if my kid was in a sewer, like I don't want him to die in a sewer. I want no, to, you know, I, but... I, I, I agree with that, but I'm just saying it was like, they told us a little bit and then they cut back and then they made, they had to make another decision. And then they went back and then we went back and it was like, Oh, and we're going to make another decision. And then, and I was like, really? Couldn't you have just said, they're going to leave, and then you could have shown them bringing Carl out of the sewer, too, and saying goodbye to everybody on the surface, and well, then had them go into the house, cut back to Carol and Morgan, and then cut back to them at the end and him giving his dad his monologue from the house. You know what I mean? Like, it, it seemed like they were just trying to chew up time to fill their 60 minutes. I, okay. I'll, I'll I, say this. The one ahead. thing that I thought was funny – sorry. The one thing I thought was funny was – um which kind of hits what Lou was saying was Daryl, you know, they're like, Hey, they're gone. Let's go. Okay. We're going to go. And then Rick and Michonne are talking. He's like, Hey, and like, you think they're all alone. And Rick's like, I need you to take Judith just in case. And Daryl all of a sudden out of nowhere is like, I'll take her. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, where did you come from? Daryl's a, a, a smug little bug in this. Cause but, he has no, I, I don't think like, I know him and Rick are good friends, but I think him, Saying like I'll take your daughter. Don't worry, I'm not an I'm not the asshole who got in a fist fight with you a couple episodes ago. I yeah. I mean, I know they're all like you know someone's dying. They all kind of have to come together. And but I, I think Daryl has to do more than just babysit to make up for what he did. I I think we're going to see a big change in Daryl back to the old Daryl by the time hey. this season is over. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> hey. Hey. Um, <laughs> My, I Someone's think a Daryl fan. Think, uh, you almost, it almost like um, they they kind of band together around this, right? Which is, yeah. probably needed to happen. They all needed to get together and um, really, you know, like there are some funny comments like when um, Carol was leading everyone back and she's like, you're going to fight all of them alone? She's like, yeah. And she's like, I feel bad for them or something like that. And then um, when Daryl says, when Dwight's like, yeah, but then you'll all be in one place together, and Daryl's like, yeah, together we're their worst nightmare. Kind of, there's a lot of camaraderie and a lot of a lot of mm -hmm. fun stuff that way. Like there was a lot of great dialogue, and I have no gripes with the dialogue. I just felt like they kept splitting it up for no reason. 
Like, there's no reason we couldn't have gotten 10 minutes in the beginning, a five-minute sequence in the middle where they all left, and then another five or 10 minutes at the end where we got our wrap-up. I just felt like they just kept cutting back and forth, back and forth. And that makes the episodes feel long to me. Mm. Yeah, I I don't really... I don't really subscribe to it because I think I agree with I'm with Bob and that it was painful to watch this character die. And the fact that it was, you know, a father son relationship and, and Judith, you know, we don't really get the emotional, like they have this child that has been around since the prison. They don't take advantage of that character as much as they should. They don't use it to sort of humanize, you know, Rick, or, or even Carl, they, they use her very sparingly. And in this episode, I've never cried watching The Walking Dead. Maybe that makes me a heartless, you know, butthole. But in that moment, when Judith was like crying as, as they were taking her away from yeah. Carl, I cried. Like, that was the saddest thing I have ever seen in this show. And we've literally watched characters, you know, slip away from their loved ones many times. Yeah. But no, it was uh, it was emotional. It, it talked about the heartstrings a lot. Yeah, and they, they did was... a great job with that stuff. I, I, I thought think they, so. I, I thought, and you're right. I agree. Like none of this matters if they don't capitalize on this character's exit. And I've always been positive when it comes to this show, and I think they will. I don't believe that they kill characters off just to, you know, have Greg Nicotero and and scott gimbal like doing a jig over the character's you know uh, grave it it's not really how business works but i i also believe that yeah amc isn't the greatest company in the world they certainly have a lot of things going against them and they uh, like i said before they need an end game and maybe their end game is to push this uh, sh- this show into a further time jump where judith becomes the you know the carl uh and they just hit the reset button and they put a they put a a a female lead young actress in there and then she's the lead like they kept judith around for a reason she's dead in the comics you know and when we kept her alive everyone was just like well amc can't kill a small baby like they just had to keep her around you know they'll they'll have her old enough so they can get they can kill her off when when it's you know acceptable or whatever but I watched this episode and it's like, I liked Carl and I get it in the comics. It's his story. He's the one that's going to beat it. But this shows that nobody is going to beat it. It's impossible. It's the end of the world. We're all just on borrowed time. You know, Uh, isn't that what the guy at the CDC said? He just whispered, we're all on borrowed time. And then he exploded it, just exploded it real bad. And he said, you're all infected. Oh, right, 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 right. I, I just misheard because um, he was whispering. Yeah, I like um, I like the episode. I thought it's going to set up the rest of the season pretty well. Um, let's talk real quick about um, Walker Morgan because um, he, like, ripped someone's intestines out. Sure. So that scared me. <laughs> um, here's what I that don't was get one of my favorite parts of the episode. I was like, <laughs> oh, is he about to do what I think he's going to do? Oh, he is. <laughs> he certainly you know, did. I was watching it, and I'm like, "There's two people with guns right there. Why don't they shoot him <laughs> or something?" They just watched him as he tore his intestines out of his stomach. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh God, we've got crazy Morgan back, right?" That and then crazy. instantly he goes back to like he was gonna kill that dude, 
then Carol talks to him, and he's like, yeah, get, you know what I mean? It, it was just weird, because it almost seems like we're going to get a different Morgan, mm-hmm. and he's probably just going to no, go back I, to I, I think I think what we're seeing with Morgan is he tried to do the peaceful thing and not kill anybody, and the saviors have basically forced him to be like, no, 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 no. World don't work that way, buddy. You gotta kill people. And I think he's having to deal with the consequences now of killing again. And I think we're going to see a very different Morgan. I think there's a reason we're going to see him in Fear the Walking Dead next season. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it has to do with the time jump. And I also think that it has to do with the consequences of how this season is going to end. They've, they've been pretty okay. public that there will be uh, a story uh, reason for his jump to Fear the Walking yeah, Dead, and I think I, you're right. I, I think Rick is going to not kill Negan. Morgan is going to flip a shit, and he's going to leave. Oh. That's what I think is going to happen. That makes sense. You know, In terms of the theory. way Morgan would react to not killing the savior. So. Yeah. Yeah, that, that checks out. I like that. That's an interesting theory. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that scene was a little weird to me. I just, it was just kind of off putting. Uh, it was also weird to see that kid Henry kill the dude. I was like, oh, okay, this is weird. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see the consequences of some of that. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually left more excited to watch this season. Than than I was towards the end of last season. I didn't hate the 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 sorry the first half of the season. I didn't hate it. Uh, some episodes were way better than others. Um, but I am now kind of like, ooh, I'm really excited to see where this goes. Maybe it's because like they're not following a comic book formula as much anymore. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, it, it, I'm like right now. I'm like, ooh, I cannot wait for you know this episode in a couple days. It's just, it's very interesting to me. I, I think they played off Carl's death really, really well. I think um, the episode itself was done well. Yeah, it was probably a little too long, but it, it kind of sets the sets the stage for what happens next. And uh, I'm excited because the whole gang's getting closer and closer to being back together. So it'll be interesting to see how they play it off next, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I agree. This is interesting to see where the show goes. And I think we can pretty much predict the arc of of Rick's mood going forward, I think he's instantly going to forget about what Carl talked to him about in the first, after the first episode. I don't. You think, don't. You, you think he's going he's gonna to be peaceful, Rick? I've... I don't think he's going to be peaceful, Rick, but I think he's going to start a plan in motion to give this a peaceful ending. I hope you're right. I, I think we're going to still see the war. It'll be like one of those things where... <clears throat> You know, I, think like, we're go- I think we're going to see war. I think we're going to see some more death. I don't think that this is going to be our last death uh, of the season. But I think that the 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 end point now is going to be Rick getting them trapped, the, the saviors trapped in a position where they have to surrender. Yeah, I, I would say so. I think we're going to get to the point where, um, you know, Rick's going to have the ability to kill Negan and those words from Carl are going to stick with him. Mm-hmm. And um, that may, maybe that'll change his whole, the whole ending of where it would have been. But I don't know. I'm, I'm interested. I'm excited. Yeah. How do we feel about 
you know, going into the next going into the next episode, how do we feel about Negan's reaction to to the news of Carl's death? I mean, I don't I don't expect Rick to play the my son's dead card, but I assume Negan will find out at some point and be emotionally affected because he he had a connection to Carl. Yeah. And we saw oh, that. I think Negan's going to be upset. I think if anything, it might even put Rick and Negan in a same room having a conversation in the next two episodes. Ooh, like governor style, you think? Except better. I think it. I think. I think if anything, I think Carl's death might lead us to Negan and Rick having some kind of debate on whether or not they need to end the fighting. I mean that. Uh, that would could be happen. I, I would. I would love to see. I don't think it's like gonna. That. I don't think it's gonna happen in the next episode. No. But I think it's gonna happen in the next four or so. Yeah, I guess. And I, I think. And I that. think. And I think Negan is gonna make the wrong choice. And I think that that's gonna be what Rick uses to his advantage. Yeah, I, I could see that. I, I think. I also think that Negan doesn't understand. I think his. I think his empire is slowly crumbling around him, and he doesn't know. Not yet, anyways. I'm sure he'll find out eventually. Now, the end of this episode presents us with what looks to be a flash forward where Rick has a gunshot wound as he's sitting under a tree. You guys see that? Or, or am I crazy? I, I, I didn't watch any... Uh, it wasn't post-credits. It was during the episode. It was right at the very end. He, he was laying down, and he had a lot of blood on his hand, right? Yeah, like it looked like he had... He looked... He was alone. He was underneath the tree. It was... It was basically the continuation of the foreshadowing scenes where he's got the light dancing on his face, and he's uh, he's lumped up against a tree. He's got he's holding his side. It looks like he's bleeding. It could be just a typical like battle wound of some kind. But the fact that he's alone, I wonder. I wonder what that is. Is that like the final battle? Is that the second to last final battle where he's he's realizing that it's it's not going his way? Like it, it just. I'm curious to what you guys thought about that scene i don't remember the scene to be honest mm. do you remember bob uh, you can't uh, the, you talk about the very end scene the very end yeah so it, it just basically shows rick almost looks like he's waking up and um he's the only thing i saw like there was a hand injury or it looked like there was a blade or something something through his hand because his hand was like super bloody and mm-hmm. uh I just thought his hand was bloody from all the digging. Oh. I'm I'm not sure. It just seemed like he kind of woke up, didn't know where he was, and then he kind of like glanced down to his right hand real quick and I don't know. It, it was it, it was a be. quick scene, like very quick, yeah. but I, I it felt like I think you guys are reading into that a little too much. <laughs> I think I For think conspiracy that conspiracy theorists. We're well, no, we're I, the ones I, reading no, into I, scenes uh, too much, Bob. <laughs> no, I I honestly I think that that was just supposed to be him waking up after them having dug a hole and but it was in a completely different yeah. area it looked to be either way you're right we probably we could be reading into it it could be just it felt like it was a continuation of of the other visions we were seeing at the start of this season where he he looked really sad and tired and he was asking for mercy you know and and we've we found the conclusion to the future rick dreams and that there were carl's visions and I wonder, Carl's vision of having Negan working in the garden and being alongside the community is 
is an interesting one because Carl was there to see Negan kill Abraham and Glenn, right? Yeah. Like he was there. And and yep. the fact that he sees this possible future is interesting because he, he is with those people who should feel as though that future is impossible. Hey, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> In the episode, did it show Carl writing a letter to Negan? I it did. It didn't show Negan's name, but I assumed he wrote one for Negan. Huh. Maybe. I just think about that because he wrote all those letters, and I was wondering. I couldn't remember if he wrote one that had Negan's name on it or not. And I didn't I'm... see it. I didn't see it, but I really wouldn't be surprised. Oh, speaking of payoff, uh, when when we didn't really think it was going to happen, or we we didn't see it at that moment. What did you feel about, uh, specifically you, Lou, how did you feel about their explanation for how the saviors got out? Because remember, they they didn't explain the plan. They just said, oh, my God, they got out thanks to a brilliant yeah. idea. How did you how did you feel about that idea of like creating like shooting the zombies and creating like a death wall? I thought that was pretty uh, awesome. That was that was that wasn't bad. Not bad at all. I just didn't understand why they weren't shooting at that doorway to begin with. Or or why like, they didn't the, just show it. Saviors- <laughs> Well, the saviors just kind of barreled out of the door, and I was like, "Wait, you've got snipers there. Why aren't you shaking shots at them as they come out?" Well, they they did take shots. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was weird that they kind of ran out. They, they showed that they took shots at the snipers because Morgan had to had to die. No, no, but... I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking about them. I'm talking mm-hmm. about Morgan. There was other people at that. Not where oh, Morgan, why Morgan was. wasn't taking the shot. But I was like, why isn't Morgan just taking shots as they come out the door? You know, make them hesitate enough for zombies to pile up, you know? it. Yeah, I guess maybe as you break it down, you, you make a cool scene seem less cool. But yeah, no, I, I thought it was an it was just an interesting sort of plan. Well, it, well, it, and and it, it was a good plan, and I appreciated it. And I'm not poo-pooing the whole idea. It just, he, he was watching them come out. And I'm like, well, Morgan, even if you miss, take a shot. You'll make somebody hesitate. He, he, maybe he was just so surprised. I don't know. Yeah, we we can't forget too that um, <clears throat> Negan, the the trash people. Um, yeah, they disappeared as, again. <laughs> as far as the saviors know, they they betrayed them, the saviors, right? So Negan's probably pretty pissed at them too. Yeah. I don't know. They, they again like. Sometimes, you know, Lou, when you, you share a thought and like, oh, yeah, the garbage people, what was the point? It's like, no, they'll come back. And then the next episode, they're just, they're literally nowhere to be found. So I I, I do understand your frustrations when the show doesn't, like, follow through on things because then they literally don't. And I'm sure that, I'm sure the garbage, I, I really do hope the garbage people just don't pop up again where it's, Rick going to them and saying like, "Okay, third time's a charm." I hope if we see the and, garbage people again, it's Negan crushing them under his boot. Like that's well, what it has uh, to be. Well, that's what I want to see. Is I want to see some kind of. We still have the people out at Oceanside. We don't know how that's going to turn out. Oh right, I forgot about that too. So we've got Oceanside. We've got the junk people. We've got this all-out war thing between Negan and Rick. There's a lot of loose ends for them to wrap up in what? What do we got? six more episodes seven more yeah. episodes it'll be it'll be quick it's like, gonna be like quick. and i'm not saying that it's a bad thing i just i can't picture them putting us giving us any more of these long episodes where they don't start point, pulling strings together you know if yeah. they don't start wrapping stuff up 
by the end of the season, I'm going to be really disappointed. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope mean, I understand. They... I understand that this is the first episode back from the season, and they needed to have wrap up Carl's death. They needed to point us in a direction, and I think they did that. Uh, they needed us to. They needed us to get Ezekiel back. We're going to get everybody together at the same fort. That's awesome. I understand. That's going to be great. But it, after that, they've got to start pointing us in a direction that is going to show victory. Or, or lost for our heroes. Yeah, I'm. <clears throat> the only thing we do now is speculate week by week, I guess, right? Yeah. So we'll we'll find out. I think um, I, I'm excited to see where the show is going. I think uh, a lot of potential out there right now for them to to clear a lot of the the negativity. I think a lot of people right now are watching it just based off of like inertia. Like they're just so used to doing it, and it's like what their Sunday night is. Hopefully this kind of revitalizes everyone. They get back into like talking about The Walking Dead. You know what I mean? Like making like the water cooler talk of of work and like you know that all all that other stuff. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. I, we got we got some episodes ahead of us. There's a lot to to think about. A lot to go on. I personally, I I, <laughs> I think this could be like Lou said. This is going to be a make it or break it season, and I'm really hoping that they make it. Yeah, I, I I hope they make it too, but I I just don't think this show has much more in the in the gas tank. I think that this, I think they got one more season after this. One or two, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think that no show can last forever, and AMC knows. I I think they know that. So I but. don't think they know that. I don't think Scott Gimble knows that because when you talk about it with them. And in interviews, you see them, and they're like, "No, no, no, we got scripts for that. We've got plot lines for the next six seasons." And I'm like, "I don't know if I can watch six more seasons of this show." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That would be a whole new cast. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. We well, um, I'm I'm interested in hearing uh, what everyone else thinks out there. If you guys want to write into the show, now uh, we also. Uh, you know, we should probably get ready to wrap this up, and uh, we we do have a little bit of listener feedback we should probably talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. What do, you, what do you got, Ryan? Well, we got a tweet from Rionix. Uh, the H is silent. Anyways, he says, "You guys ever gonna do another role playing episode?" And this was directed no. at. Uh, okay. Yep. No. Moving on. Uh, the last time we did a role playing episode, if you're curious, was episode fifty. That was quite a while ago, and it was to celebrate episode 50, <laughs> which was quite a while ago. So Lou was sort of the mastermind. He was our ZM, our zombie master uh, for that their campaign, yep. Yep. and I believe it left off on a cliffhanger. So I don't even remember where it was. I don't think I have the maps I had in front of me anymore. I have my I sheet have around no here somewhere. I have no idea, but... I definitely it was it's definitely something I'd love for us to do again. Mm-hmm. Um, it just takes a lot of planning on my part, and we as, as you can tell since we haven't been regular on the show, we all haven't had a whole lot of free time. <laughs> yeah, we've all we've all been a little busy. Ryan's got people screaming all over his house. And... It's true. You you might have heard the <laughs> screaming. 
<laughs> they did they just watched the episode they yeah oh gosh yeah. carl's dead and he's really dead yeah abigail was big into the fan theories that uh carl was was gonna live but but uh-huh. back to the back to the point i mean i think that uh we would yeah we would love to do one it's something that's that's popped up a couple times and i i think lou you had some some maybe some kits or a game that you were thinking of yep. us i have i of... have a couple of things that i needed to uh, uh there's a book i need to pick up that might sure. give us some better rules um i just haven't gotten around to it yeah so so we're busy but honestly you know this might seem a, a shameless plug but patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast the monthly role-playing episodes is a goal and you know right now if we were to do a role-playing episode it would be a beta it would be a special treat uh, similar to us streaming a video game or doing a movie uh, commentary. Those are all things that through Patreon, if you show your support, we will certainly unlock those goals and we will do that content. That's the idea there. But I'm not opposed to doing sort of betas, sort of little treats, previews, whatnot, because yeah. it has been a while. So, yeah, we're always looking into it. And But as you can tell, we're, it, we're all it, very busy. In all honesty, guys... I played something a couple weeks ago hmm. that I really wish that the three of us could play together, and that is Dead of Winter. Dead of that Winter. Be, I've seen that game. Uh, it's really good. I bought it uh, at Christmas time on sale, and I haven't I hadn't had a chance to play it till about a, about two weeks ago, and it's better than I thought it was gonna be, like way better, and uh, it, it's almost like its own role playing episode. Unfortunately, oh, really? it does. Unfortunately, it does not really carry over into playing online very well. Hmm. Uh, I've seen that game a lot, like out there. I've, I've always been tempted to buy it, so it's cool that you said it's uh, good. Watch for it on Amazon. I picked it up at Am- uh, at Christmas time on sale for twenty five bucks. Yeah, and it normally goes for like sixty. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, we'll 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 try and get a role playing in there. We'll we'll figure something out to to do something. We I think we had a guest on that. I think it might have been our buddy Mike. Yeah, I think Mike it was friend, Mike, friend of Mike the friend of the there. show. I think we uh, we got to get him back in too. Yeah, he because he didn't fair. die. As far as I remember, we were stuck in an office building. We had just kicked a table over and we had gone for like an hour and a half. But yeah, I I would love to bring that back. But yeah, if you go to patreon.com slash zombies my podcast, you can see some of those future goals and rewards to to make it a staple on the zamp feed something you'll have monthly if you want to tell us and and interact with our hosts minus bob who has some notification issues you can go to our (laughs) zamp discord bit.ly slash zamp discord and pop in there and you can talk all about the latest walking dead which will be back in just a couple days so yeah go subscribe to the discord you want me to just keep going is that the new outro? Is that all you're going to do now? Just, yeah, hey, Discord, everything. That, I mean, Discord is certainly a very important tool that Lou and I use. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm no, trying. I'm just kidding. Bob has some <laughs> notification things. I'm just pulling your chain. But you Just know. remember to sign off of Discord when you're, not, <laughs> when you're not using your computer, Bob. These guys are making fun of me because they're, they're having, like, full-fledged conversations and then they're like, "What do you think, Bob?" And like, I won't get any notifications on my phone in the Discord app. And then I'll I'll just randomly look and I'll be like, "Holy mother! Like these guys have been talking the whole time." And then it's always Ryan going, "You uh, you good?" Because <laughs> like, I don't hear from him for a couple of days after we've had a couple of conversations, and I think like, "Oh God, Bob Bob's not." 
doing so well or or he he's he's sick of us lou he's sick of us and our dang productive conversations right uh but no uh, well, if, if your phone doesn't work uh or or discord you're not a big fan you can go to our website zombiesatemypodcast.com email us info at zombiesatemypodcast.com you can follow us on twitter like rionix did at zombies podcast like us on facebook check us out on google plus i took that out of there because we don't we don't talk about that anymore but uh <laughs> lou is google plus still a thing no okay uh you can follow us on twitter i'm at r murphy lou is at busy zombie lord and bob is at bobbert f include him in your in your mass tweets you know he's, he's a he gets those notifications so yeah tweet him too uh and finally a quick shout out to joel duggan for the artwork you can find more of his work at joel duggan dot com a dot com thank you ryan murphy we made it through the premiere lou page any last words check out uh dead of winter (laughs) okay sure